Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Philadelphia's Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Dom time. Now, Dom Giordano. It is 2.03, third hour of the Dom Show today. Mike Opelka with you. Loving a little white rabbit to kick off this hour. It's one of the greatest songs ever. Jefferson Airplane. Before they became Jefferson Starship and totally sold out, right? (laughs) Is that what happened? Yeah, well, you know, they had to make money after... They became senior citizens. You know, this was Grace Slick at her best. Come on. And then we had, we built this city. This is such a great song. My buddy Billy, who served in the uh, United States Navy, Billy Billy Dinsky, said this was his favorite song during that era. He was on a ship somewhere off the like, coast. How, how can you... Hmm? I was going to say, how can you not like the like opening lick of Jane? I didn't mean to cut you off from your story, but... No, it's all right. There's some good Starship stuff. Not really. Okay, <laughs> May- maybe from uh, Red Octopus. Red Octopus, right? Okay. Is that Starship or is that Airplane? That's I Jefferson think that was Starship. Starship. That's Jefferson yeah. Starship, yeah. Oh, I just, yeah. I just yeah. bought uh, on vinyl... Jefferson Starship's greatest hits. There were some good songs on there, but I would have to agree with you. We built the city was kind of like the. It's so lame. It, it was it, commercial. Oh it was my! Just it, commercial. Yeah. Every radio station was playing it over and over and over again, and then you had that other hit. Nothing's gonna stop us oh, now. Please, From... something should stop you now. <laughs> that, that song. There you go. Oh yeah! Play it. Play hits for you, WMB. Calm down now. We all oh, know it was awesome, miracles. You miracles. Get you get so pumped anytime you hear it. Stop dipping the tune spoon into the ballad salad and taking me back to my music radio. <laughs> I love that. Era. The tune spoon in the ballad salad right now here on your local radio station, WPHT. Yes, we are the tune spoon in the ballad salad. It's uh, dipping the tune spoon in the ballad salad on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. Go to play uh, this song right now. Miracles right now reminds me of uh, when I used to work overnight to do Coast to Coast AM. They used to play the song all the time back in the day. Except... The, the, the other one off Red Octopus, Believe, that's the one that got the nuns all upset because there's some questionable lyrics in it. 
And we were told we couldn't play it at the dances. It's flashback hour here on the Dom Show with Michael Pelka in for Dom Giordano. Should return tomorrow. We have a lot to get to in this hour. And I appreciate the Jefferson airplane, Jefferson Starship banter. By the way, Ridley Park. I don't know Ridley Park. Nice area. Not so nice area. Dan, do you have a, a take on Ridley Park? I think it's nice. I think it's just your standard Delco, you know, small it's, town. It's right? a nice area, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I hope it's nice because um, they just okayed a 17% real estate tax hike, property tax Ooh, hike. Geez. Yeah. There's Get your ready. Bidenomics right there, everybody. Aren't you glad you moved to Jersey now, Dan? Uh, yeah, yeah, catching up, catching up, PA. Seventeen percent tax. Look at, look I, you know, guy over here in Delaware just laughing at everyone. No, no, we have our own problems here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Delaware's the home of Joe Biden. I mean, come on. That's right. That's we true. even have a, a Joseph Robinette Biden train station and a, a Biden rest stop on ninety five. Well, Ridley Park, I think, is an area. I'm from South Philly, like Dom, and a majority of people who moved out of South Philly either moved to parts of Jersey or Ridley Park was another big area where they all moved to. I just think 17%. That's a big hit. You're you're going to get a big hit, yeah, and it's rough. it's all related to a fight that the borough's having with um, a hospital system and this hospital, Taylor Hospital, part of Crozier. And they're they're all fighting over the value. And guess who gets stuck needing to make up the difference when you don't have better lawyers than the hospital to argue on their tax bill? It's the taxpayer. So uh, buckle up, Ridley Park. 17%. Ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. That's not good. Uh, A couple of other things that I tease this. and Then we'll get back to the phones because people are calling in with their uh, nominations for most, most impressive or biggest scandal that they recall. I talked about um, Congressman Thomas Massey of Kentucky. I think he's a he's a really innovative thinker. He's a guy with two degrees from MIT, so he's not a dummy. He's a really smart cat. And uh, Congressman Massey has just posted today a proposal for an amendment to the Constitution, something we don't see that often. And I think the last amendment to the Constitution, or maybe the second to last amendment to the Constitution, Congress gave themselves a big raise. That's that's one of the things I remember. But this one, uh, this would be gigantic because currently the congressional districts all over the country are apportioned to the states based upon the population. Now, that's a really interesting definition, right, because population currently includes citizens and non-citizens. So if you are saying that your state has 3 million citizens, but then suddenly gets a half a million or a million non-citizens in the form of the people who've crossed the border lately, I call them the invaders. Some people call them uh, the uh, refugees. Some people call them illegal aliens. If you get another million, you're going to get a couple more congressional seats. So how fair is that if you have people who are, A, non-citizens, which hopefully that means they're not voting, but you're going to get additional seats because of that. 
this this will now create sanctuary states based on the ability to pack your state electorally. Does that make sense? I think that does. So um, Massey is saying that the, the congressional district should be drawn based on the population of U.S. citizens only. And the census should specifically count U.S. citizens for apportionment of representation. Only U.S. citizens are represented by Congress. And isn't that interesting that now California, which uh, two days ago just decided that 700,000 people illegally in that state were now going to get health care, free health care, paid for by taxpayers in that state. So this this fight could be just taken to a new level. It's something uh, Thomas Massey has uh, dropped this out there. I'm sure he's going to be uh, mocked for this. But how do you not argue with this? This this makes great common sense to me. If if you are representing the citizens of your state, how is it you're allowed to add seats for people who are not citizens? Does not make any damn sense. At all. Does he know something that we don't know? Like, like, there's that theory out there that, you know, the Democrats are so pro-immigration because it just, you know, heightens their voter rolls. It, well, it, is this just proof that that's true? Well, this is additional proof. I also think, and you, you've you heard some of the, the Congress people and the senators say that, and, and even the mayor of Chicago, say that the answer to their sanctuary city problem is to give these people the ability to work and expedite their citizenship, give them an expedited pathway what, to citizenship. What's the, what's the incentive to do it the right way anymore? I, I can't think of There is one. none. There is yeah. none. There, there is, and I think you heard uh, Christine Flowers earlier today with Dawn, and I encourage you, again, find that interview on the Odyssey app. It was brilliant. Uh, she was talking about her business as an immigration lawyer, she feels like her clients have been screwed. She didn't use that vernacular. She's obviously a much better speaker than I. But um, she's she's correct. The people who have done it correctly are are feeling foolish. The people who applied and have gone through the process, sometimes taking years and thousands of years. dollars, have got yeah. to feel totally stiffed by this. So this reapportionment of Congress based and congressional districts based on how many people are there, not just citizens, is going to be a huge change. And it, it seems like this is common sense legislation where we don't, don't often see common sense legislation out of Washington, D.C. And it may be uh, also one of the reasons that apportionment may be one of the reasons why we see the House Homeland Security Committee is going to begin formal impeachment proceedings against uh, Alejandro Mayorka coming up immediately. CNN broke the news earlier today. We have breaking news just into CNN. The House Homeland Security Committee will formally begin impeachment proceedings against DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. CNN's Lauren Fox joins us now from Washington, D.C. And we know why. Because he's been lying and saying the border's closed. Well, it's not closed. And he's been lying and saying that uh, they're doing everything they can. Well, they're not doing everything they can. And uh, Kamala, you know her. She's in charge of the border. No, she's not even been down there. This, this is really interesting to me that this impeachment, which 
I believe there were at least two Republicans who voted against it the last time it came up. But at least it's now beginning. But this is amazing to me. That if you look, if you look at this, I wonder if uh, Texas and Arizona will be getting new seats because of all the people there. Uh, just keep, keep your eyes on this. This is the first day that this came out. So there will be much debate on this, but I salute Thomas Massey for standing up and saying we have to do this. We absolutely have to do this. I just noticed something, and it took me an hour to catch up on this. Yeah, it's Michael Pelka in for Dom. Uh, the Bent's Dental Group side topic today, what's a memorable scandal? The Bobbitts, Tanya Harding, and the McRib are off the board. <laughs> Did you put that yeah. up there, Dan? Yeah, and we never talked about the Bobbitts because that was one of those I was going to take off the board, but Johnny and uh, Lorena and that whole, uh, you know, I also Anthony think, Weiner on the side of the road. Well, if you're Anthony Weiner on the side of the road, why I ought to. But, you know, the Bobbitts <laughs> as well as um, Joey Buttafuoco and Mary Jo and Amy yeah. Fisher. You know, uh, there are some huge scandals uh, that have existed, but uh, we've taken a few off the board. So let's get back to some of these brilliant answers from people. Uh, Bill. Has a has a suggestion for us, Bill on line five. Welcome, welcome to the Dom Show with Opelka, sir. Oh, thank you for being on line five. Anyway, I've got a thirty-one <laughs> year old guy who was able to uh, skunk the shark, and uh, Kevin O'Leary got his head handed to him with uh, FTX scandal. Sam Bankman-Fried. Yes, uh, SBF, ah. who is um, going to be sentenced uh, very soon and could go away for a long, long time for all the money, the billions he took. But last Friday, Over and I'm, sh- I'm sure you know this, Bill. You heard what happened last Friday? Yeah. The DOJ dropped any campaign finance leg- uh, laws or cases against him. SBF gave. Redundant. Uh, well, they did say it was redundant, but you know what? All of those Democrats, none of whom have given the money back, none of whom who could have said our campaigns will surrender the funds we got and allow the people who were scammed by this guy to maybe get some of their money back. None of them have still election commission should get involved in that. Well, now that the uh, now that the that the case has been dropped by the DOJ, do you think the FEC will really jump to it? I doubt it. No, it's over. But that, that you're right, that is a huge scandal that was there for a minute, and it seems to have gone away. Uh, did you have any yeah. money involved, Bill? Did you, did you have any no, of that? No, I don't believe in crypto, no. I believe in U.S. dollars and cash. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're a cash fan, because I'm... Well, how about gold? Well, gold is good, and so is silver, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, is lead to protect your gold and much. silver, you know? I, yep, I always... It hasn't moved that much. I tell people, get gold, get silver, and get lead to protect the gold and silver. That's just a simple rule. <laughs> well, the good Second idea. Amendment protects that, yeah. Yes, it does. Very good. Thank you, Bill. That's an excellent one. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, let, us, uh, let us visit with Earl, of course, making another appearance. Earl, you have a side question response for us? Uh, yes, a couple things first. 
Uh, I thought that the uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup lawsuit wasn't uh, uh, five million. I thought it was for five billion. Now I think it. Well, let me hold on. You know the vast and unpaid resource department here. I am May- typing furiously over here too, as well. Well, I have paper in my hands here. The class action suit uh, regarding the blob. Of chocolate that does not so look I'm like. Seeing, a- I'm seeing a People magazine. It says woman sues Hershey's for five million over deceptive Reese's. Yeah. I think it's five without faces. I think it's five million, and I think I should be allowed to sue Dan for constantly saying Reese's when it's Reese's. It's Reese's. It's Reese's. Reese's. Well, I'm reading the second stories then, but um, uh, earlier <laughs> you were talking about uh, mercury and light bulbs. Uh, yes, are you sir. familiar with the term "man is a hatter"? Uh, yes, I am, but I didn't know where it came from. I'm I'm about to learn, I think. Yes. Um, um, beaver pelt used to be used for making hats, and they used to treat the beaver pelt with mercury. So hat makers used to work with a lot of mercury, and it would cause insanity because it would build up in their system. Um, I used to work for a methadone clinic uh, years ago, and uh, one of the buildings that they have is at uh, 1733 North 4th Street, which... Um, is now used to be known as Stetson Hospital. Stetson had its own hospital uh, between Stetson uh, and uh, the Union, where they would treat the Mad Hatters who had mercury poisoning. Wow! And um, uh, a lot of the building is uh, all bricked up now. It's kind of weird to be walking through an insane asylum uh, on the bricked-out, dark floors, walking through a hospital ward that used to be an insane asylum with a flashlight trying to you know find your way around. So, um, but um, yeah, there's this uh, used to be Stetson Hospital in Philadelphia. And uh, they used to treat people with mercury poisoning. That's amazing! What a great piece of history, and and also That's it shows amazing. it shows us the 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 quackery that was involved in our lives before before we all luckily were born into this era. Can you imagine you're working, you're you're just trying to make hats to make a living, and because there's mercury that treated the the skins, that you go nutty. That's a shame. But wild story, the the Stetson Hospital. I'm looking that yeah. up later, Earl. Can I just underline again, Earl, proving why he deserves to be Dom Show Caller of the Year 2013? Oh, of course. It's just not just the comedy. It's the, table. it's the history. It's it's a it's a well-rounded education. And I'm still waiting for Dan to put up my themes. I sent him an email with uh, several song suggestions, and um, <laughs> I don't know if you I don't know if you've actually gotten the email yet, or whether it ended up in your spam folder. No, I got, I got it, Earl, and uh, I'm going to be working on that. Uh, I've honestly pushed it off a little bit because I've uh, been dealing with uh, Mike here, and yeah, I want to have it for Dom. I'm a so. handful. Or, or, Earl, you got to feel Absolute bad hand, Complete <laughs> handful every morning, this guy. You, you wouldn't understand, Earl. It's tough. You and you're a medium hunter, not not a heavy hunter. I, I did not know that. I, I thought you were uh, out there every weekend looking for some deer. But, um, no, I understand. It's no problem. Uh, I'm uh, only two years behind on my paperwork here, as I sit at my desk now. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but um, in fact, I just put up my 1968 calendar. So, um, but um, seriously, if I put up my 1968 calendar, it freaks people out when they come in. It's like, you know, your calendar says 1968. I'll get around to changing it eventually. <laughs> okay, Earl, what's your scandal? Because uh, I'm, I'm looking at the clock here. I've got to make sure I get a few more of these fabulous callers in. What's your scandal, you recall? That would be Joan Barry. She was having an affair with several people in Hollywood. She had several abortions, and she gave birth to a little girl named Carol Ann Barry. And one of the men she was uh, sleeping with was Charlie Chaplin. So she sued Charlie Chaplin for paternity. 
And even though the blood test proved that Charlie Chaplin was not the father of little Carol Ann Barry, uh, her, her lawyer successfully argued that the blood test was inadmissible and Charlie Chaplin had to pay child support until Carol Ann was 21, which wow. changed paternity laws after that. Because I remember Judge Judy saying, no man ever paid child support for a baby that wasn't his. It's like, obviously, she doesn't know that Charlie Chaplin paid child support for a child that wasn't his. And that's why they changed the laws and have things with paternity suits now and proof and everything like that because of how that happened. And that gave Maury Povich a career, or at yes. least the second half of his career. That's excellent. Uh, well done. I'm not the caller. Now, you are the caller. It has been determined. You are the caller. Oh, Thank man. you, Earl. We appreciate you for being there. Thank you. I got to take uh, got to take a break here. Uh, when we get back, I have uh, a couple more. Really, I, I think they're important clips. Uh, Joe Biden returned to the White House last night, and he told us how to fix the border problem. I think you're going to be absolutely not shocked when you hear. What he thinks the answer is. It's Michael Pelka in for Dom on the Dom Show. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Might be the song of my 70s, Debbie Boone. It was a great song. Went all the way to number one. I believe might have been one of the number one songs of the year and since we were talking about light bulbs earlier, Dan. What a golden uh, glow for best original song, apparently. That was fantastic. How do you know? You were that into uh, Debbie Boone. Today I, I it, it just might be a memory from a ski trip. Never mind. Oh. We don't have time know. to. We don't have time to. Break. Oh, we have time. We have 33 minutes, Mike. No, we don't, because I want to get to the border and the. The border story, we have these this this group of, of congressmen who are down at the border, including the Speaker of the House is there. And Mike Johnson is down at the border, and uh, they're seeing what's going on in the town of Eagle Pass for themselves. And uh, I, I know Eagle Pass, and I know the little town right across the border, Piedras Negras, which was uh, where we would go to go Christmas shopping. Because you could get a quarter Kahlua for five bucks uh, when Ooh. I was a kid. Yeah, it was real cheap. And you could buy those See? those 
onyx chess sets for about ten bucks, and it Wait, was just, you just get away with going over to Mexico and coming back home. Yeah, if you were an American, you could just you could go right yeah. across and come back. We That's... we actually had that kind of respect, and and the the border crossings were were such that uh, if if you had a legal American driver's license uh, and a car that had plates in Texas, it wasn't necessarily the smartest thing to do, because if if maybe someone in the car had a smart mouth, and when the when the <laughs> Are border you from experience, Mike, maybe maybe somebody <laughs> you know was coming back from Piedras Negras, and as you cross into the American section, and they out of say, anyone to give a mouth to a border security agent, not the person, Michael. No, I know, but when you're 19 and dumb, you know things yeah. happen. So they said, uh, anything to declare? No, sir. We did buy some Kahlua. We bought some chess sets. We bought some, uh, some of them, some of them giant sweaters that they were selling for nothing, pretty much. And uh, we're just saying, no drugs, no sir. We didn't buy anything. And uh, he goes, all right, uh, open the hood. So you pull the thing to let the hood open on the Chrysler Cordoba. And uh, as he's lifting the hood, like I said, some smart ass yells, "Would you mind checking the oil while you're in there?" No. <laughs> that began a two-hour micro-search. Everything came out of that wait, wait, car. What's, what's, what's a micro-search? We're they not talking take, a bodily search. Are we... No, no body cavities, but they okay. made it painful time-wise. They took everything out of the trunk and put it on the hot sidewalk. It was 100 degrees in South Texas. They took now, do you the think that was vindictive? Seat. Do you think they knew that you had nothing, but they, yes. they wanted to just... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely. and my three companions were about ready to kill me. They, I think they <laughs> they knew that the other three people would would take it out of me later. So <laughs> the lesson was: wait, wait, take it out on you? Why were you the one that said this? Oh, did I say that out loud? Yes, <laughs> yes, it was my smart mouth that said that. So yeah, we ended oh, up uh, with two hours in the hot sun. And some crossed arms and glares looking at me. And here's Were the problem. Were you brought into any holding cells with a, you no. know, silver blankets or anything? No, no, we didn't We didn't get locked up or anything, but we were just tortured. They just made us pay the penalty of time. And it, like I said, it was hot. And when they're done looking through everything, you have to put it all back in. Oh, yeah. Including the back seat, a bench seat in the car. You know, you have to pull it out, and then you have to kind of well, what, get what do you expect, the border agent to organize your car after he's done ransacking it? Well, they took it apart. I, I oh, kept no. my mouth shut after that. <laughs> a guy in full uniform, politely putting everything back where he found it. I don't think that's going to happen, Mike. No, and he wasn't taking notes on that either. So that yeah. was my border experience. But anyway, it looks like the, uh, the presence on the border is being roundly mocked by all the left side of the mainstream media who say, why are we doing this? Well, since the border czar is not doing it, it's probably a good idea for maybe the people who are trying to write the laws about the border. But, you know, thankfully, Joe Biden's back from vacation. And as he arrived at the White House late last night and was uh, shuffling from the helicopter from Marine One to the back door of the White House, the tiny crew of media that was there were yelling things at him and he was asked it might be kind of hard to hear but he does tell us something here it's very very telling what he says when he's asked 
about what he's going to do about the southern border. So the the first instincts from the president, he's asked, are you are you going to do anything about the southern border? Record number of migrants. Well, got to do something. And then he pivoted (laughs) to what is the government, big government answer to every one of these questions like this? They got to give me the money to fix it. It's always throwing money, money we don't have, as we talked about the uh, deficit now, what we owe, you got, they got to give me the money to fix it. He doesn't want any money for the border. Anyway, I got to take a break. I want to share that with you, as well as my uh, border adventure. Uh, just be nice to the people at the border. <laughs> Don't mouth off, no matter how funny it might be later. Did you check the oil while you're in there? Oh, hey, while on. you're in there, you mind checking the oil? <laughs> pull over, pull over here. Two hours. It's Michael Pelka in for Dom on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Now there's a perfect song for our discussion. The great Phil Collins, of course. It's no fun being an illegal alien. I don't know if this was a big hit or not. <laughs> Do we know uh, Phil Collins' condition? I know he was cutting way back on nah, tour. Well, he, he was on tour like this past year, and uh, it was it was scratchy, is to say the least. His voice. And he was also limited in his mobility, too. I saw him in in a chair on a couple of uh, stages. I have to tell you, though, Phil Collins, a remarkable guy when it comes to loving this country. Do you know he had one of the greatest collections of uh, Alamo memorabilia? Really? Yeah, Phil Collins. He just recently, within the last couple of years, I believe, donated it. I think to the Alamo itself and uh, just fascinated with the Alamo in San Antonio. As somebody who spent four years there, uh, that's amazing to me. And it's also pretty cool. Pretty cool. Phil Collins story. I think your list of places you lived is uh, longer or the places you haven't lived is shorter than the places you have lived. Well, Dan, if we think about it, what most people don't know is uh, Dom is one of the unique guys in radio. Usually in radio, you judge your success by the size of your U-Haul. You know, when you when you move from market <laughs> 90 to market 60, you get a bigger salary, a bigger U-Haul. Then you move to market one, you get a big U-Haul. That's a radio's a transient uh, kind of industry. 
You know, you... Dom just celebrated an anniversary here. How many years? He has been here for 24 years. Wow. He started in January 1st of 2000 is when he started. That's amazing. And radio, if you can find a station you love and a community you love, radio can be a great I career. could not but agree with you more. I've been most... here. F- I'm sorry. Uh, how many years, Jim? Radio? I've been here for 25 years. I started a few months before Dom. I started in September of 1999 is when I began wow. my career here. I see. It's amazing, and and it is the reality is you have to start somewhere, and most people have to start in the hinterlands and then climb the ladder by moving to bigger cities and bigger cities. And uh, it's because radio is such a local thing that you want the the host to be embedded in the communities and to understand not just uh, the streets but the people. And that's one of the reasons why this station is so connected to the community and, and vice versa, and we appreciate it. Yeah, well, this is the first time in, in the 24 years I've been here that we've really been hitting a local strive. Mostly everything I've done is related to syndication, but I'd say in the past two years we've really hit a local niche, which is really great. And you have to give it to uh, the the guys here, the management here, but the company overall for trusting the people in charge because it's a gamble. It's pretty easy to just say, hey, let's click on this syndicated show or that syndicated sure. show. But when, when you've got voices on the radio who are here who know that the farmer's market is only open Friday and Saturday and you know what's happening down at Booth's Corner or or you're over at the – the, the local events in your neighborhood, that's where a community is built, and that's what we're trying to do. You know, and, I've actually had deep conversations like that. I don't know if this is for air, but with Greg about this. And, you know, when he took over the station, his his goal was to bring everything kind of local, uh, you yeah. know, from, from end to end. And he, he's done a great job of that. And like you said, he's everything that me and Dom bring to him, he's been supportive of, and it's Management here at Odyssey has been great leading us in that direction, and the listeners have truly responded. We've built a great community around the Dom Show, and I can't thank our listeners enough for that. Absolutely. And somebody like him who who has been here for about as long as I have and has seen what I've seen, you know, he wants it to be better. Okay, I I have to push pause, though, on the stalker suck-ups now. We have to go to gregstalkersucks.com. Okay, we can do that. And Gotta throw there. some money in the jar, yeah. 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 Now it's a, that connects to a great charitable work. So I'm, I, I think that's the other half of the station. It's live, it's local, and mm-hmm. it gives back as well. So the stuff we do with Travis Mannion, the stuff we do with by, the bikes uh, from Ben to the to the beach or to the shore. It should be to the beach, but it's to the shore. You know, because we like alliteration. <laughs> but but the the community is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, I don't mean to pat ourselves on the back, but it's I kind of I think we key. should, Mike. I think we should. I mean, we've worked very hard to get the station to where it is. When, when I first came here, we only had one local show, two hours of local. Everything else was syndicated. And now it's, it's half and half, which is great. Yeah. And, and it's, a, it's an outlier in the radio world. So uh, it's, and, and to the fact that we now, on the weekends, we now on the weekends yeah. have, have live programming. Uh, Rooney is one of the, the, the great rising voices. Absolutely. And uh, I call him Roy Hobbs because I think he's the natural. And he, an... gets, he gets real mad at me. And then I do Saturday nights. And, yeah. and so it's, it's, we're trying to keep it as local 
and as live as possible. And there's and, a new Sunday morning show, Barry Sable show with friends who really do- delve into politics. They but I don't guys. know if they're friends, Jim. I really I don't. I don't know if they are or not. I have no idea. <laughs> you know, I listen to the way of the golf course, and I'm not sure if they're friends. So tune in uh, to Barry Sable and friends and see what's going on. I want to get to a couple of off politics as well because um, the the. Uh, the TV ratings for the last year came out, and I mentioned this the other day, that uh, 28 of the top 30 shows were NFL games, which is remarkable. And I'm kind of happy to see that the NFL has dropped the woke and people have responded. But the other one that was a big, big winner was the return of the Academy Awards. And I, for one, am not an award show guy, but I thought it was pretty cool that they had this return. And then I read yesterday that Ricky Gervais, the comedian Ricky Gervais, is offering to host the Oscars. He wants to host the Oscars <laughs> if he can co-host it with Dave Chappelle. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, think about that. Dave Chappelle and Ricky Gervais hosting the Oscars together. Uh, I, I just want to play one thing from, I think this was the last time Ricky Gervais was allowed to host an award show. And uh, it has some references because uh, to, uh, to current times, current scandals, while we're talking about the side question about scandals, uh, it has a reference to an amazing scandal. I'm talking about Jeffrey Epstein. But this was the Golden Globes. Uh, I think it's about five years ago. And Ricky Gervais. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix. You win everything. Good night. But no, no, we've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That, that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. And it's still more fun than this. OK? <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. <laughs> you like to make your own way here and your own plan, didn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and off okay just brilliant it and i imagine if ricky gervais and david chappelle would host we would have more of that i'm just saying i could support that i could support I'd that love bigly. i'd love it I'd love yeah he's and he makes people uncomfortable but also delivers truth but it was a it was a scandalous performance and then he became kind of like kryptonite for uh, hosting game shows, so they kind of left him alone, and all he's done is thrive with his comedy and his his show. By the way, Afterlife, that series, maybe the best television ever written. If you if you haven't seen it, you should. Wow. Yeah, it's really a powerful and funny show, and uh, some great performances in that show. Very very funny. Let's uh, let's grab a couple of quick calls here. 
uh, so we don't miss out on this. We're talking about the scandal. What scandal do you remember? Uh, Ricky Gervais just referenced uh, Jeffrey Epstein and didn't kill himself. Uh, Joe is on the phone. Hello, Joe. Thanks for hanging on. Uh, yes. Hello, uh, Michael. My scandal involves the British MI5 agent Kim Philby, who passed on government secrets to the Russians. Aha! That, I, I have to admit, I'm not that familiar. So now you've given me something to do some homework on tonight. So I will, I will accept that one. Thank you, Joseph. I appreciate it. Let's, uh, let's quickly bounce over to Bruce as I'm up against the clock. Bruce, what scandal do you think is the biggest? Yeah, uh, just a note there. That is Joe, not just Joe. That's Joe from Exton, of course. Oh, World I'm sorry. Famous. I'm sorry. World famous Joe from Exton. I apologize, Joe. That's a, but by the way, you said mention Jeffrey and Starship. Uh, terrible. Yeah, just a complete sellout. You know, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You're right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My answer here is uh, this guy for a while he was hailed as an American hero, and uh, it was the Lance Armstrong Tour de France scandal. He had a big scandal going on, and it was just disgusting. You know. Yeah. Could there have been any bigger fall from grace in the sports world than Lance Armstrong from winning all those? Tour de France trophies, and then getting caught in a doping scandal. That's a great one, Bruce. That's an excellent one. Thank you for that nomination. i got to take a break. I'm up against the clock. Uh, We'll we'll get the final thoughts in here, give you today's winner in the uh, side question. It's Opelka in for Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. The time has come for the final test. Uh, We usually call it the lightning round. That's right. It is the lightning round. It's Opelka in for Dom on the Dom Show. He should be back tomorrow. It is uh, the time when we review all of the answers to the side questions and uh, pick the best of the day. Before we go to the pile of fabulous, there were some great suggestions of scandals today. Let's get one more in here. Drew is on the phone. Drew, welcome to the Dom Show, sir. Hey, Mike, you're doing an admirable job, man. You got that You got that charismatic approach, man. You're really good. Oh, uh, God quick. bless you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, I sir. I mean that. I, thanks, Mike. You know what? I, remember the, the steroid scandal of the late 90s and early 2000s, like Sandy Sosa and Mark McGuire? You know what I mean? Bob, uh, Barry Bonds. Yeah, that, all those guys who got the giant heads from taking the steroids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They did. Look at look at Barry Bonds' pictures early in his career. His head is now like a yeah. Macy's balloon. It, it's how crazy. About Rafael, excuse me, I'm sorry. How about Rafael Paramaro when he lied to Congress? I did not. He put his finger. I did not do steroids, and they they tested him, and he came up boiling. Oh yeah, Roger Thanks, wasn't wasn't Roger Clemens in that company too? Yeah. Oh no doubt. Yeah. He, he had that meltdown yeah. in the World Series where he threw the bat at Mike. Uh, and Mike, uh, the pitcher. Yeah, I, I forget the pitcher's name, too, but you're right. That might have been called that a roid rage. Yeah. A roid rage yeah, there. All right, Mike that's a Piazza great one. Mike Piazza broke the bat. Mike Piazza broke the bat, and Clemens picked it up and threw the, 
threw the barrel at him. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Excellent. Excellent nomination. Thank you, Drew. Appreciate it. Dan, where do we go now? Because we got to pick one of these, right, for Friday? Yeah, so uh, re- real quick, lightning through. Uh, Don and Franconia, trans men and female sports. Robert and Ben Salem, the Vatican Bank scandal. Bill, uh, Sam Bank from Freed. I like Earl's answer of Charlie Chaplin's uh, essentially changing the ch- paternity laws that we learned today. Uh, Bruce in the Northeast with Lance Armstrong, Drew Upper Darby, steroid scandal. Uh, really good answers today, Mike. Where are you going? I, you know what? I, I do love them all. And, uh, boy, I'm torn on it. But I think we need to go with the the late entry of Lance Armstrong and that scandal. Because talk about a fall from grace. I, that was just uh, such a massive one. Such a letdown. All right. Bruce in the Northeast goes into the hat. Congratulations, Bruce. Tune in Friday to find if you win a $50 Captain Chucky's gift card. Yeah. Thank you to everybody who participated today. This was a, uh, a banner day. We didn't even get to all the topics we had lined up here listed. By the way, uh, Dan, can you check the weather in hell? Are you able? It's a cool 160 degrees Fahrenheit today. No, I would think it had frozen over. Uh, The New York Times printed an op-ed piece today saying after 2000, 2004, and 2016, Democrats objected to the counting of electoral totals. They have been shameless about your presidential vote, too. Haven't we been saying that for years? But now the New York Times might as well call them insurrectionists. Also, it looks like there's a coalescing around Donald Trump as Tom Emmer, the House Majority Whip, has firmly endorsed Trump going forward. That means everybody in the GOP upper deck in House leadership has endorsed Donald Trump. And Mr. Trump talking about holding a rally in Madison Square Garden. While I think it's an interesting idea, I don't think he should do it because the left will immediately pull up the old films of Adolf Hitler holding a rally. Or the Nazis, Hitler didn't hold a rally, but the Nazis held a rally in Madison Square Garden and they'll compare Trump to it. I guarantee you they will. So, Mr. Trump, maybe not the idea of the day. And finally... CNN. Oh, I got to go. I'll tell you next time. Meet me Saturday. It's Mike Opelka. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Jim. Uh, The Zioli Monster is on deck right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3 from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.